Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bolin Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to bolandbranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com today. See site for details. The Gamer's Lounge with Amon Green is on the air. The Gamer's Lounge. It's time to press play. How's everyone doing this Wednesday hump day afternoon in the world that we're in right now? It's a kind of turbulent time, but whatever storm that passes through, it's a, I'll say a brighter and clearer day than the next time. So the next moment, the next day. Ben, John, how are you guys doing today? Hey, GM, doing pretty good. I like those words of encouragement and wisdom you just shared with us. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's in that time. You know, it's a lot of uh, words being said across the United States, across the world, uh, protesting, demonstrating, obviously, un- and then unfortunately rioting and looting as well. That's going on in uh, a lot of places here in the United States. You know, all 48 continuous. I know for sure um, major cities are having, you know, all of this in a couple of interviews that I've been on already is when you have a, uh, if you're in a situation, let's say, I said the mom and dad kid situation. So if you have a parent that is overbearing and they're hard on that kid and they don't ever let that kid at any age speak he, he, he or she's mind <clears throat> about how they feel about a discipline or a decision being made by that parent, you know, eventually, you know, I know as a parent, eventually you got to let that kid you got to take that. You got to take into account that that child's opinion, because sometimes as a how head of household, you make a decision like, oh, we're going to move from one state to another. You know, how did that make you feel? And sometimes I know as a kid, I didn't get asked that question. Um, I moved from California back to Nebraska. It was set. Um, but those questions sometimes can be, you know, if you're aware enough as a, as a head of household and a leader, you want to bring it to everyone and just get everybody's feedback. And really, you at the end of the day and in a, in a conversation, you make the executive decision, but at least getting everybody's feedback, then you'll get that buy in when you make the ultimate decision at the end instead of having of somebody being, you know what, you didn't get let you didn't give me opportunity to talk. You didn't give me a time to express how I feel. And so when you have that situation, escalate it, escalate for all those moments that go by when somebody does not have the opportunity to speak. This is the result. And what we're experiencing around the United States right now is the result of the parent being the government, being the higher ups in the world that control the United States from the law to the judicial system, through everything. This is the result of all those words falling on deaf ears and nobody taking action to the change. And this action has been going on since the civil rights movement. So this is nothing new to the world. It's been subtle changes here and there, but nothing really set in stone to where it they abide by the rules. They give everybody a fair opportunity. They don't, you know, judge people by what they look like and ask them questions of what they did, who they are, where they're from, did they really, you know, 
if they was in a situation where they committed a crime, give them opportunity to state their case. But as we've seen over the years and thousands of movies that have been made, TV shows, and then actual moments like this where we see the latter half of just taking heed to the assumption of, oh, this person is bad because they're of this descent, of this background, you know, being African-American, Asian-American, Latino-American. Um, to At one point, Italian-Americans had it rough because of their skin tone, you know, way back when, when they came across the Atlantic to get uh, citizenship in the United States. They were racism racism going on in then in new york city you know i'm a geography major which has a little bit of history uh sprinkled in there so i kind of know that from that but also i know that from family and friends i got you know my background you know my wife is italian we have i have mixed children and i have family members that are italian and are mixed and so i i'm very well versed and i'm very aware empathetic and i have to know because it's in my family um and a lot of people can say that a lot of people can't say that so there's like i said this is the result of those questions not being being answered and i, and I know i said a whole lot right there for for the both of you um <laughs> but i would like to uh hear you know hear hear, hear y'all little notes um about everything my notes quickly yeah um, i just want to say the part that bothers me the most about all of this um is that this is such an important message to get out there and and i am passionate about this as well and I think what frustrates me is that when there's that small group of people who break off from the protests and make it violent because that takes away from the message that that we're trying to get out and the change we're trying to see happen in our country. I mean, Correct. I hope that makes sense. I, that makes sense. And you said it. No, you said it perfectly. I agree with you, John. Uh, ben, I agree with that because those are the folks that are taking advantage of the situation. And that's another way to put it, too. They yeah. see what's going on. They see people protesting. But then, as I read in some articles, late at night, when the protesters are kind of dying off, then you got this another band of people coming in that the police are going to just assume they're more protesters. But now they're upset. They got angry. Some, and when it's sometimes it's not it's people really trying to take advantage of the situation or it is the protesters that might have got angry. But still, this is not, you know, obviously, that's not the best decision to go and loot your area, destroy buildings, businesses, homes, things of that nature. It is emotion. So that is the true feeling coming out. But just try to make a conscious decision of uh, not destroying property. And obviously for the ones coming in, they just need to do something better with their time instead of trying to you know, ignite more problems in, in, the, in the cities that are going on in the United States. And you know, one thing else, uh, Amon, that I, I kind of have been observing here is we, there's a a reason we see a lot of the rioting and the looting and what makes me a little uncomfortable is because that's what the narrative is being changed to in certain areas. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the, the, the narrative should be the message and the protest. And yes, these things are happening along with it. But like you said, um, there are people trying to take advantage of the situation say well hey if all the police are over here right now i'm going to go over here with my friends and we're going to do something legal we're going to try to break into a store we're going to loot the store whatever and that's taking away from the message and the coverage because what what do you want to see what what to, the okay so the news organizations want clicks they want mm-hmm. viewers they want exactly. numbers and what gets numbers peaceful protest messages or mm. cops fighting People breaking, things burning. So the coverage gets more toward that. And then curfews 
are imposed. Are and, once a, exactly. and once a curfew is imposed, guess what happens? Police are going to try to move people out of where they are because there's a curfew. And guess what? Put that happens in their into, homes and that, because they're supposed to be there. And right? then that creates confrontations and that creates media coverage. And yeah, so I'm with I'm with you guys. I'm with you too, Ben. It's just that I, I just don't I don't want the message to now be turned into an offshoot by I don't know what the percentage is, but by what I would assume would be a minority right. of those attending. Correct. And and I think I believe that the the message is going to stay up front that there is a racial problem in America and, and in parts of it and, and pretty much in the world. I believe it will stay up front if the people that need to speak, speak, you know, from, you know, when you see in professional athletes, you see in actors, you see in people of prominence stepping up, but also stepping up to the right person, stepping up to the government, stepping up to the president and letting them know, hey, this is what you need to do. We need to talk. Um, the best uh, person, I say the best press conference I've seen so far, in my opinion, was the rapper Killer Mike. And he was emotional. He was upset. You could YouTube it now and watch it. And I'll say watch it because he says some important things. He was angry. He is a he's like me. He has family members that are in. Well, I don't, I don't know if I brought this up earlier, but yeah, I have family members who are were and are in the police department. Um, I have close friends who are in the police department. And so I know very well from what they've told me, what they experienced, you know, behind the badge, what they seen through their years. And Killer Mike is in the same situation. He had family members who were police captain, police chief of their you know, given town. And so he's speaking from anger of, of what's been going on, obviously around the world, but also in Atlanta, because that's where he lives and saying to people, stop the looting, stop the rioting, continue the peaceful pro protest, but then also get mobilized, get a game plan put down. Because then once it's time to speak to the higher ups, because they should be given that opportunity to speak, then have a game plan together. Don't just be mad and angry and say, rah, 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 we want this to change. But then the people, as we know, people higher up are going to say, what do you want changed? And you want to have an answer to that question. This is what we want changed. And we want this across the board. And, th and this is how we're going to enact that. You know, some of the, I say some of the important, I say some of the big factors I've seen people is police training reform. How policemen are trained during their um, rookie year or before they become even rookies, what that looks like. That lead, That's basically leadership training. And that's stuff I know I learned in sports. I learned playing football, baseball, basketball growing up that leadership training is developed just naturally in sports, but to have it everywhere across the board and done the right way, then yeah, that this problem will, not saying the problem is going to go away, it will subtly be uh, masked away because I know in the NFL, young athletes today are different than me when and other athletes when I got drafted back in 1998. And they get things a lot quicker. They're a lot smarter. And there are things going on in the NFL you know, that were handled differently back when I got drafted to now. And that I say things are a little better, but it's progressed. It took 20, almost 20 years to get there, but things are progressing slowly, but surely. And even and still got a ways to go <laughs> in the NFL. Try to shift gears <laughs> and uh, get into some of the things in, in the world of esports and the, the and video games. And the thing about it is this is front page everywhere. And so in the gaming industry, you know, the companies are speaking out, you know, to support black communities amid all the violence in the United States. So, you know, we got, you know, the curfews, like you mentioned, Ben, um, in 40 cities across America, America, the National Guard. I had friends send me texts 
picture pictures of the National Guard in Los Angeles. You know, it's like, wow, you know, that is where some of everything is going. So some of the companies like Riot Games, like Sony, Microsoft, Naughty Dog, uh, streamers like Ninja, um, Dr. Lupo have expressed their feelings, you know, their feelings and support of everything. And Cloud9, which is a team orga uh, esports organization, along with Team Solo Mid, they all are showing um, support for the uh, the communities that have been, the black community that's been affected by this. But really it's just all, it now it's all the communities because now everybody's feeling, you know, the, the, the cries out, the, the damage being done. And now is wondering, not wondering, it's asking what needs to be done next. And, and like, like I mentioned already, like Killer Mike, I put it, get, get mobilized, get organized. That's what's, that's what's next for everybody. So I'm happy to see that from the gaming world, because what I know about the gaming world, you know, they're put it bluntly, they're capitalists, you know, <laughs> making money on, cause like, I mean, my, one of my favorite games is, is uh, Madden. And I remember Madden Mutt was just a fun thing. Cause it was virtual cards that you could open up. You know, those cards were $20 in a pack or it was $20 for a pack. You get all these nice cards where were 90 rated 90 and above and boom, you could put your, plug your cards into your roster and you got a, you got a sweet roster. You can make a Packer roster of all the Packer greats. And now that was 2015, 2020. I could get a pack for, I got to buy a pack now for $80 and I might get two cards. And, and in, in that first deck, I might get a card. I might get 20 cards that are above a 90 um, rating, um, John and Ben. And then now in a, in a pack I buy for $80, almost $90 that are, uh, two cards over 90 and the rest of the cards are like 70s and 60s and some 50s so to see the industry what i know as they look they're about look i'm just being honest right now they're about making money but at least they're now saying you know what we're gonna cancel some events because i know ea had an event you know had the big event of the release of madden coming out madden 2021 coming out this later this summer and now have, have you know postponed that announcement to because of what's going on beyond COVID 19 now this you know, so the gaming industry is taking suit, and I'm and I'm I'm happy for that because, uh, like I said, they could get caught up in making sure they have what they need to present their next game. But now knowing, you know what, we got to take a step back and breathe and let and let our industry breathe because a lot of people are going through things, going through things, things right now. Yeah, and I also wish too that these, uh, I hope that these these companies that put out these statements to them on, it, what else are they doing? Is it just a statement? Is right. that it? Is it a statement one day and because everybody else put out a statement? Or is there something more? Is there a program? Is there uh, money being donated? Uh, are How are you trying to do your part as a company besides uh, someone typing up a statement and hitting post on social media? Correct. I know Sony, they're making donations made by the employees you know, from the subsidiary studio of Naughty Dog. So they are taking action there. So just see what these other companies are going to do. Or just, like you said, you know, putting it on paper or putting it in a tweet and, you know, making it look good for that. But then what's the action behind it? So I, I'm 100% right. on board well, with what think, you're saying there. I think, too, and what, you know, I mean, this obviously isn't the first time we've seen something like the George Floyd situation happen, correct? Correct. So I think issues where we've had leaders, we've had businesses step up, make statements, um, give money to certain causes, but then – after a month, two months, it goes away. So then they stop pushing the issue. 
We can't stop pushing the issue. Businesses, leaders, athletes, musicians, whoever has a voice, well, hell, Mm -hmm. we all have a voice. We can't stop pushing this issue. You know, no. we, it's, it's, it's got to stay in the front burner for change to actually happen. Yeah, it is. It has to. And, uh, and that's why I'm, that's why we're talking about it here. And I'm going to be on another, uh, I say town uh, community talk later on this afternoon. Um, who's part of the iHeart family as well. I heard radio family as well, talking about this, having a, a big discussion. So I'm excited for that. Um, but uh, for us, uh, we're, we're trying to talk, you know, video games, which is always fun. But it's just this is, you know, this is leading ahead right now. This is leading the storylines of everything. But, you know, with esports, there's, uh, you know, with video games, you know, League of Legends, like I said, they're doing certain things that now we see from other industries, like with NASCAR. Um, you know how NASCAR drivers get out the car and they got all the uh, the advertising companies that, that sponsor them, you right. know, from yeah. Nike to Gatorade to Red Bull to uh, Bud Light. It's a MOBA game. It's that means multi online battle arena game, multiplayer online battle arena, and it uh, it has six characters per team, and each character is called a champion, and the champion has special powers. You know, they're like a wizard or they're uh, some type of robot. They have a power. They have a weapon. You know, they have what their master, their expert weapon is, and then they have an ultimate. And they have guys and, and characters, guys and women in the in, that are characters that support other characters or heal other characters. And so it's a very popular game. One of the biggest uh, grossing games in terms of uh, team competitions. They have some of the biggest prizes pulled out there in the world. And now they're going to have start now having company banners on Seminar's Rift. So Seminar's Rift is the main map that you play on in League of Legends. So now companies will start having a Nike swoosh as the as you see a character walk up the map, <laughs> you know. So this for me, this is like some of the first, you know, sightings of, uh, you know, marketing and taking it to another level in esports. We haven't seen this yet. We've seen it a little bit in Madden, you know, because EA has their their branding and they have partnerships as well. You might see on the stadiums in the game, but now really seeing this is a you know now a corporate thing where they actually putting it, you know putting a, a, a monster Mountain Dew emblem on the grass as one of the champions walk up top lane, you know? So that's, uh, I think that's interesting. That is and, pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, the thing I, is that, is that a big deal for the gaming world? Because I know in the sports world, especially in the it's, game of soccer, it's, it's, it's commonplace, right? You see advertising, correct. you mentioned NASCAR advertising all over in that world as well. Is, is this a big deal? Are people in the, in the gaming world looking at this kind of funny or do they just accept it? No, it's going to be it's something they'll accept it because they know where um, the gaming industry is going. Um, the you know the banners are going to be in-game advertising and they're going to be seen right there. So this is actually like wow, you know, because this is still new to a lot of people in the world. But then I say it's like fifty-fifty. Is new? It's a fifty percent of people in the world that are like, oh man, this is esports. Oh, this is what it is. And but then the other fifty percent say, yeah, we've been around for a while and now we're taking another step forward. And now getting the word out advertisement wise and with different ways, because for soccer, you know, MLS to over overseas soccer, we see it in the stands on the field. There's a big sign of HBMO on the on the soccer field as they're kicking the ball down the field. So it's just another way, obviously, revenue um, source. And you guys know that very well you know, in terms of the radio world and how you guys how we work to you know get shows you know put on on air and get supported to make sure we have week to week shows. 
So you guys understand that process very well. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's just something that has to happen. If you want your sport, esports, if you want that to continue to get bigger and bigger, well, you need more money and more eyeballs. And I guess that's the way to do it. It's almost kind of the, just the uh, the price of doing business, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it is one. It is one. Which isn't a big deal. I don't. I don't think that's a big deal. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's not a big deal, but it's it's cool to see it. I mean, I'm excited for it because for the players, it means more. More. Um, I say, what's the word? Coverage. They yep. get this. Get there because these players. And I say the one thing that uh, esports bring into the play for the actual uh, player or the pro is that they are <clears throat> now building out their brand. So now they can also, you know do things similar to this, maybe have stuff on, you know, in terms of their glasses or their headsets, things of that nature. So that brings in that, that element of the conversation, because that's the company, you know, so Riot Games and, you know, Microsoft and Sony are doing this, you know, into their matches and games. Maybe the player could eventually be the next step. So I see this is a probably a little shiny um, light for, for players and the industry itself to grow. And this is definitely that. So, um, and I'll see the next little uh, tidbit of information here, who is, uh, which the game came out finally yesterday is Valorant. We've been hearing a lot about Valorant, <clears throat> excuse me. And now a lot of the pros are, uh, jumping ship from Overwatch and CSGO and switching to Valorant. And, you know, so the, so with football, you know, so I just put this in the pages in the picture for you, you know, uh, John and Ben, you know, we know traditional sports. So just imagine either every season when football season win, you see all the, you see Tom Brady, you see Aaron Rodgers, you see Ty Gurley, you see uh, Julio Jones going to play baseball. Sure. <laughs> so, you know what? We're going to play. Oh, I'm going to, now I'm going to go. It's basketball season. I'm going to go play basketball. So that's kind of what's going on here. Um, kind of like so, Deion Sanders. Yeah. Like back in yeah. the day, Deion, he played football and he played baseball. Yeah, exactly. So my ways why I bring that up is it's like, what, is going to happen to uh, Overwatch and uh, CSGO. Are they still will, you know, are these players that are on the Overwatch pro teams are and what their contracts look like? Because they're looking at what we just talked, what we were just talking about, you know, League of Legends putting the advertising in the game to make more money. Now these players are going to start competing in a game for themselves personally, not just team-wise, uh, unless that organization, you know, says, you know what, we're going to introduce Valorant to it. But with the Overwatch League, might find out is, you know, where, you know, a lot of these players that are some of the best players in the league are now jumping to this game. So this would be interesting how that works out, how the dynamic is going to be between Overwatch League and players individually wanting to go to play Valorant now. So why are they switching real quick? Why are they switching? What's the it's a new game? It's the biggest reason it's a new game and it, it has the elements of Overwatch and CSGO in it. It's from the, the, cre- the creator, the company that created CSGO. So it is a popular, which was a popular shooter and competitive shooter and high, very high payout on prize pools. So now this game has been intertwined with both of the elements of Overwatch and CSGO. And now pros, they've been doing the beta uh, testing for over two months. And everybody has just jumped on from Ninja. The big streamers out there have been playing it and bringing attention to it. So now there there's going to be a league for it. There's going to be competition because I already I know as the high at the college level, I'm getting my. Uh, questions from recruits you know coach are you going to have valorant um as a as a, as a roster and i'm like i pretty much got to say yes because you know i want to make sure my my kids have you know play all have every game at their at their resource to be able to be competitive in 
So, so yeah, that is the part I'm seeing. And, and everybody's, you know, I'm just trying to get the, uh, is this going to be interesting? You know, Riot Games is, is, is pushing this and competing actually against one of their own games in terms of CSGO. So it's just going to be interesting how this lays out, you know, over the next, uh, I say over the summer because the competitions are very high with, uh, with uh, CSGO and with, with uh, Overwatch and, and now Valorant isn't afraid. And I see a lot of people that I know that play other, that played those shooters are now have half switched over. So it's going to just be interesting where that, where that league goes and how that game continue to grow itself. So the fun thing, I know I brought this up earlier, probably about a month ago about the new Xbox coming out this fall. So they're, they're dropping that in the fall. And the one thing I knew they was going to do because they did it already is they have the backwards compatible uh, games, you know, it was, and it will support quick resume feature, which as soon as you, you know, get your system updated, you get the new uh, Xbox in, it'll have everything right there that you had on your three, your Xbox uh, X. That was the last series that came out about three years ago. So they are, you know, making this, they've been designing this for a while. So the X is called the Xbox X series. And so you'll be able to go with games as far as back to the original Xbox to the Xbox 360 and now, like I said, like I mentioned, the, the, the Xbox One. So they have a new full use of a new uh, CPU, GPU, and the SSD uh, hard drive there for memory's sake. So it is, uh, you know, a lot of good stuff in this uh, new system. And with that, that this brings into the fact that you never can not be playing a game that you want. You don't want, you know, because the older games that that's still out there that I play, I know some of the, like the first original Halo, that means I could drop, drop that in the system or at least download it and, and get into it. Cause that's one of my favorite uh, t- games from the past. First, pe- first person shooter that I'll end up becoming very good at and love. And, and I say love playing it and love enjoying it and everything. So, uh, so going down the list here. <clears throat> so I brought this up earlier about uh nintendo world you know being uh doing their thing with you know say universal studios in jet in, in japan super nintendo world is coming out so it's still uh i say it's working in in progress they still got to find out and obviously the the lift of the lockdown um in Osaka, Japan, has been lifted so now there is everything is kind is kind of moving forward but still it's taking the steps because they don't know where things will be at but the theme park is still is still i say on the i say on the uh, minds of the creators to be up and running hopefully by the end of summer which would be which which would be really cool because to have super nintendo world with all you know mario and luigi and all the characters from the games over the years is just going to be now i'm gonna have to i haven't been to japan but now i gotta i'm gonna have a good reason to go super (laughs) nintendo world looks sounds Amazing. And I was reading about this, if it opens during the COVID-19 era. Here is a line from from one of the articles. You ready for this, guys? I find this hilarious. Um, Japanese theme parks in the COVID-19 era um, will require things such as wearing masks and not screaming on roller coasters. That's not going to (laughs) happen. All right, good luck with that. No screaming. No screaming when you go on the roller coaster. Like, how do they enforce that? I just thought that was... A funny line, but man, Super Nintendo World, like I was looking into this a little bit, Amon and Ben. Yeah. Like obviously Mario Kart, they have a Mario Kart type of uh, experience, but just yeah, think of, of all the Nintendo, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mar- Super Mario Brothers, just the Mario World itself is Luigi's a theme Mansion park. Luigi's Mansion too? 
Oh man, Donkey Kong, so, like yeah. Diddy Kong, like game. all that stuff. Yeah. It sounds Super Nintendo World sounds um, probably what my seven year old thinks of Disneyland. You know, she went there, she loved yeah. it. Like the way she feels about Disneyland is the way I kind of feel probably about Super Nintendo World. Exactly, because yeah. <laughs> I'll be. Like uh, here in the Twitch chat, Jay Big saying, "Hey, we gotta take a trip to Japan. Get on that Mario Kart." We got yes. JFK says that that Mario Kart. That's when I think that one will be utilized ride <clears throat> over there. Everything be lines wrapped around the corner. Oh, that thing's gonna be yeah. You got to get a fast pass if we're going to Super Nintendo World. They sell it like they do at Disney. The fast right. you skip the line as much right. as you can. It just sounds amazing, but I did think it was really funny. You no know, screaming on roller coasters, though, if we go and they have COVID yeah. restrictions. Don't scream on the roller coasters. Why is yeah, that? I just, I just scream just for the fun of it because you can let, you know, that feels good when you let out a good, you belt out a good scream and they're telling you you can't scream on a roller coaster ride. Like, what? Oh, but I mean, like, okay. if you got a mask on, why does it matter if you're screaming? Yeah, that's a good point. You got a mask. Yeah, yeah they can't, they can hear you, but you can't see who it is. Right? <laughs> How are they going to regulate that? Yeah. You know? Oh uh, yeah, that's a that's definitely an interesting part there. So we got through the topics pretty good. So John, you want to take us on with the this or that of the week? This, this, this. All right, guys, this or that this week here on the Gamers Lounge. This or that, guys, sweater or hoodie? Hmm. Well, neither right now because it's hot in Wisconsin. Yeah, you don't want one of those on right now. <laughs> but when I'm picking. To go outside and have to cover up, I'm about to go hoodie. I haven't worn a sweater in I don't know how long, to be honest. I love hoodies. I'm not a big sweater guy. I think sweaters are older for the older people. I'm a hood guy. I say, yeah, sweaters are like 80s. Yes, yes. <laughs> the 80s. Maybe 90s, Tim the Toolman Taylor, home improvement era, you know, but no. I'm well, going, hoodie. yeah, I'm going hoodie. And you know what I love? Them lightweight hoodies. You know what I'm talking about? Just Lighter yeah. fabric, yeah. Those yep. are those it's are like those t-shirt fabric. Yeah, like t-shirt fabric. Yeah, that soft t-shirt fabric. Like, like someone knocked it out of the park when they said, "Let's make a hoodie like this," because that's the best one. Right, that uh, t-shirt fabric. Yeah. So we got spicy Sashwan says hoodie for sure, and Joe as well. Joe the Joseph the voice says hoodie. So yeah, me too. Okay. All day. This or that, guys. Comic book or comic strips? Mm, some of the people in the Twitch chat probably might not even know comic strips. <laughs> they were we in newspapers. Seen... They were in newspapers. Right, they're... Now they're on websites. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm comic books. I got a whole stack of cabinets and long, long and short boxes right behind me. <clears throat> so a comic books for sure. I'm gonna oh, go with I'm gonna go with comic books. It's, it's a very close one for me because, um, I mean, when I was a kid. I was into both. Like, I was into comic strips and yeah. comic books. So uh, I'll give the slight edge to comic books, though. Are graphic yeah. novels considered a comic book in this? Yeah, they are. They so. are. Okay, well, then I'm going comic yeah. book all day. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Yeah, comics, yeah the one comic strip I did read, because my mom and dad actually pointed it out to me, was uh, Calvin and Hobbes. Yes. Remember Calvin and Hobbes? That's the, the one. That's the one. Little boy and his tiger, his imaginary tiger. Or it was a stuffed animal that came to life when, obviously, the parents the parents would leave and they would just get into total chaos and uh, wreak havoc in their, in their house. <laughs> it was a good strip. Good strip to read. I had a whole <clears> book <throat> on that, Amon, a whole book on that. All right, guys. I moving. think I had that. Yeah, 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 you probably had the same thing. Um, yep. All right, guys, this or that motorcycle or bicycle. Hmm. I want a motorcycle, but I haven't learned how I knew at one point how to ride a motorcycle, how to drive one. But I'm a I will bike all day. I'm a bicycle guy. I'm gonna say that. 
I've always said I wanted to uh, own like a Harley Davidson or an Indian motorcycle, but I think when push comes to shove, I would be deathly afraid to be going like 70 miles an hour on two wheels. So I'm going to go just a bike. Yeah. Just a bike. Not only on two wheels, but with nothing around you (laughs) to protect you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to go bicycle all day, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know in Wisconsin, you don't have to legally wear a helmet, correct? I believe that's correct. I believe that's correct. Yeah. And like, I would no way ever ride a motorcycle without a helmet. I mean, and leather. I see why, I know why they wear everything leather because. I've seen enough of ridiculousness or Tosh.0 to see all the motorcycle accidents and all the road rash uh, you can develop, obviously. And we got a lot of people in the chat. Joe, he says a motorcycle as well. Um, comic strips for Jay Bick in the chat room here. And uh, Spicy Sashwan, who I met last night playing team fight, team fight tactics says bike he said motorcycles are just asking for trouble oh, on man. multiple forms yeah i agree and you know what guys they're really loud and that annoys me um, yeah. oh, especially when i'm just sitting in my house they are all right and this... then fire ego says bike because he's not old enough yet there you go there Stick you go the bike uh all this right. or that book or ebook book or ebook um i i'm a book I did try to do the ebook thing, but I did something, something about having to turn the page and or having to see the font. Because sometimes on your tablet or your cell phone, that font just is, isn't big enough. You know, maybe I'm getting old. <laughs> no, 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 no. Exactly. No, well, it's maybe a little bit of both. But I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm going book all day. I've never gotten into ebooks, the Nooks or the Kindles. I've never gotten into those. I like having the book in my hands and turning the page. There's something about the book itself. And then you can like borrow it to someone. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like physically give it to someone. And be like, you read it instead of I, I don't know. I don't even think you could probably transfer files. I'm sure it's probably yes. built in where you can't even do that, or maybe you can yeah. in a limited fashion. Yeah, yeah, or maybe email it to somebody. You're, yeah, you probably have a problem. Yeah, doing that. Uh, Amon, this next one on this or that is kind of keep it going here. Um, is ve- <laughs> I'm very passionate about. So I'll ask you: uh, when you okay. guys are sleeping, fan yeah. or no fan? Uh, for me, I would just say fan. If it's hot, because I hate sleeping hot. I hate sleeping hot. If I'm sweating, I'm not sleeping. I'm not having a good night's sleep. So I'm a fan guy. Got to turn that fan on, get the temperature cool in the room so I can sleep like a baby. I'm fan all day. I love the noise. I love having that breeze on me at night. I mean, in the fall, I love sleeping with my windows open. Then I won't need a fan. Yep, I do that too, man. You know? Okay, so... I'm very passionate about a fan, but not for some of the reasons you guys say. I, I don't. Okay. I don't want it on me. I, I think that unless I'm really hot, <laughs> I need that noise. I need the noise. If there's no noise, good luck getting to sleep. You're gonna hear every oh, really? little crack, every little bird, every car going by. I need, yeah. Like if there's no fan, it drives me insane. Like I can't even concentrate on falling asleep. Oh, man. So we got uh, Jay Big. He loves books. He said he read Soldier X was a great one. And then uh, also says no fan for him. He said, I sleep with music instead. Uh, Fire Eager fan and spicy says no fan because if that temperature drops while you're asleep, you get so cold. So cold. That's true. But I like cold. I'd rather be cold than hot. Me too. I can't sleep when I'm hot. Can't being Being hot and sweaty and trying to sleep, it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. No. All right, last for you, Joe or John. What do we got? Okay, uh, last couple here. Uh, we'll go rapid fire. Ninjas or pirates? 
<laughs> this is a fun one. I like this. Ninjas or pirates? Ben, rapid fire. Uh, I'm going to go pirates. Pirates? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ninjas. I'm going to go ninjas as well. Uh, and final this or that, TV shows or movies? Ooh, man, it's been some good stuff on Netflix oh. and Hulu in terms of TV shows. This is a hard one. Come back to me. Okay. Uh, all, depends, all depends on how much time I have. I love a great sitcom, a good comedy, but also I like a good thriller of a movie too. So, Okay, this is the way I'm going to look at it, guys. I'm going TV shows, and here is why. If you get a really good, high-quality TV show, Ozark, Stranger Things, you know, some something dramatic like that, mm-hmm. you basically have – a movie a night, you know what I mean? Of the same storyline. It's just in, yeah. instead of just going for two hours at one chunk, you can go two hours Monday, two hours Tuesday, two, and keep on going for like four seasons. True. And and so if it's a good story, I'm gonna go TV show. Uh, well, I I hear your point, but I, I think I'm gonna be movies. I'm movies. I do like good TV show, but I'm a movie guy. Actually, I just saw a commercial of a Disney Plus movie that obviously a movie that's supposed to be released in theaters. But it's going to be on that Disney Plus. It's called Artemis Arte, Artemis Fowl, and it looked like one of those Harry Potter, Star Wars, you know, crazy creatures, another dimension of world. Just something fan, fantasy because of what's you know. Just I like movies sometimes to take me away on that trip when you need to be taken out of this world that's going on around us. Sometimes just a little two hour and a half break is good. So movies, I'm movies. All right, let's go to game All releases. Right. Game releases. So I've already talked about Valorant. So that came out yesterday. So another game that I've been heavy into for me has been Call of Duty Modern Warfare and season four is coming out. So that means new skins, new operators, new weapons, new a few new maps. Uh, my favorite build in uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is the M4A1, which is quick firing, hip fire. I'm a hip fire guy because of Halo. Um if you know, so hip fire, you guys play Call of Duty, Ben and John. Yeah. Is obviously we don't have to pull back on the the the, in the sights. You can just fire from your hip. You don't have to go to the rec, you know your your target and and pull you know pull the sights up. You just shoot from the hip, which I am because I run and gun, and I get it. I my KDA sometimes is not very appeasing. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll jump well, in. I'm gonna go Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics. It comes out on Friday on the Switch. Ooh. Um, I like this game. It's not like, I don't know, it's not like a game for hardcore gamers out there. So, Mon, I don't know if you'd like this or not, but it's got 51 different games. And um, You said classics, though, so you yeah, mean old classics. games. It's got, like, so they obviously, because of trademark issues, they call some games different things. But they have uh, four in a row, which is Connect Four. They have Yak Dice, which is Yahtzee, Backgammon Chess, Dominoes, Checkers. And then they also have other things like a fishing game is on there, tennis, and more. And what I liked about this was is that, when the Switch is not in the um, um, uh, docking station, you can then play these games as a touchscreen. So you can play with somebody right across from you. The game right. is thirty nine ninety nine, which I like already because if you can do the math, which I'm not very good at, that's less than a dollar for a game. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, uh, there's games on here that are very foreign to me, but reading different things about this as well, they do a great job of explaining to you how to play these games. And they actually will play along with you as a computer guided um, thing and um, every time you make a wrong move whatever they'll tell you why it's wrong and then they'll get you back on the right path so june 5th friday clubhouse games 51 worldwide classics that's what i'm uh, looking forward to this week game release wise all right for me i'm looking at this is this one appealed to me or at least looked interesting it's called the outer worlds coming on the switch june 5th as you explore a space colony in the outer worlds the character you decide to become will determine how the player-driven story unfolds so 
basically, your choices affect, it writes here on the website, not only the way the story develops, but your character build, companion stories, and end game scenarios. Plus, it's the idea of being flawed. So it says a compelling hero is made by the flaws they carry with them. While playing the Outer Worlds, the game tracks your experience to find what you're particularly good at. So there's flaws, there's character-driven, there's different endgame scenarios. It's called The Outer Worlds, June 5th, coming out on the mm. Switch. Sounds interesting. Actually, yeah, yeah Outer Worlds came out on uh, Xbox and PlayStation earlier this year. I got it for Christmas. So I'm going on a list of RPGs. So that is an RPG I already own. I can't wait to uh, play that. And a little correction on the Call of Duty. There was a re- They postponed it. Um, not for saying why, not not for sure why, but I know just saying here in the chat for Joseph and Big B just to let me know, no problem. So correction there, it's not quite out. But I saw yesterday there were some a few, there were a few updates when I logged on um, today for the game. One of my becoming one of my, uh, I say choice shooters. Not my favorite. My favorite shooter is Halo, but one of my choice shooters. And so. I think I think they delayed <clears throat> that probably because of the. Uh... Pandemic. The protests going the around. Protests maybe the as country. well. Correct. Yeah. Makes sense. Kind of like Madden. Correct. But the turning point, yes, the turning point of the week. So I was, a, I, we talked a bit, we talked about this the other day in our kind of like pre production meeting that we had the other day. And I was talking about what I, you know, I asked me what I watched. And I watched Zombieland. And Zombieland, obviously, we kind of know the premise. If you know the movie, a zombie movie that somebody ate a bad burger at a gas and gulp, which is in the movie, and boom. <laughs> It's really no turning point on that because it's basically, you know, a lot of people eat food from different places. So it's hard to miss, you know, let's say to see the warning signs of a burger causing the zombie apocalypse. Okay. So it's really no turning point. But what I can take from this movie is the rules. And we know if you remember the movie, the character had his rule, his list of rules in Zombieland. If you remember, you know, don't be a hero was like number seven. He ended up switching that, switching that at the end of the movie because he had to save uh, Emma Stone's life. So it said be a hero. Number one was cardio. You remember that? Double tap. Make sure that zombie's dead. Hit him again in the brain <laughs> to make sure they're done. And then some of the stuff I found online from deleted scenes was a Ziploc bag. You you got enough problems. Moist shouldn't be one of them. Whatever that. <laughs> whatever. Uh, that. I don't think we should touch that. Right. Exactly. Beware <laughs> of bathrooms. Obviously. You know, because you're with you sitting there with your pants down. Um, also, seatbelt. Put your seatbelts on. So I can read it. I just I, I made a short list. I put three things on this list because it's still brand new. Y'all could add a few things to them. So what I did for my turning point list is be aware of your surroundings. As you know, in all horror movies, you get when you get caught off guard. That's the problem. You know, know when you're you know in a bad town. You know when you're dealing with people that are not quite you know trustworthy or when you see, like we talked about with a uh, near dark last night or last week, when you see a, 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 you come up on a hot girl and then she's, you know, you got animals barking and horses, uh, he and me hawn around her. You might want to, you know, might not want to talk to her because she, she may be a vampire. <laughs> so just be aware of your surroundings. Number two, <laughs> listen to the warnings that are given to you. When some people say, don't go there, don't, don't go, go there. there. Don't go there. Don't go to camp blood, you know, because there's a guy running around with a hockey mask that's been killing people for 30 years, and somehow he doesn't die. <laughs> when somebody says that to you, take heed to the warning. Don't go. All it's right, been a guy um, in don't... a hockey mask killing people for 30 years. Don't go to that <laughs> camp anymore. That's right. Um, in uh, what's the old the old movie classic horror ca- uh, movie? I can't think of the name of it right now. Now, but I know it's the scene in the movie where the book says, "Don't open me." Army is the uh, army of death or army of something. 
Don't open the book. If the book says don't open me on the first page, on the first, on the cover, don't open the book. How about the ring? Like, don't watch the video. Yeah, exactly. Don't watch do the not video. watch. Don't, don't, don't watch, watch the video. It. Don't destroy okay? it. Throw it away. Destroy it. Burn it. Do whatever you crip walk on that thing. <laughs> <laughs> Beat it up. If your gut's telling you, you know what? This is not a good, t- you know, let's leave out of this town. Let's not talk to this person. Or I just don't feel right about this. Listen to your gut. Get the hell on out of there. That's what I would say. That's uh, so. If you got you guys want to add any, you know, four and five to that, you can uh, you can add it on real quick. I think you got it. I think <laughs> yeah, you, you got it, Ramon. That's that was, it. I can't that answer that. Good. That was good. Yeah. So uh, thank you. I know. Thank you for coming into today's podcast. I know it's a little rough because it's you know we got in heart and heavy of what's going on here yeah. in the United States and the world. So we got a little off footing, but we got it moving again. So appreciate everybody jumping in, listening here for the podcast, listening here through uh, my Twitch chat and my Twitch channel, Amon Green TV. So right now we'll uh, so next week we'll be back with a new this or that, new turning point, and then some of the we missed some of the uh, things on stream. And we'll have new topics, new game releases. And again, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AmonGreen30 and on Twitch at AmonGreenTV. And tonight at 8 p.m. is not Wingman Wednesday. It's kind of Monday or Wednesday night Madden. I'm going to be playing Madden against Kevon, an up-and-coming rapper from Columbia Records, tonight at 8 p.m. to about 10 p.m. on AmonGreenTV. So check me out. And then Ben. Let them know where they can download the podcast. Well, first, I want you to start with the iHeartRadio app. Search for the Gamers Lounge podcast with Amon Green. Hit subscribe, download, whatever you do on there. And then, of course, you can find us wherever else you get your podcasts. All right. So thank you very much, Ben and John. Hope you have a great rest of your uh, hump day Wednesday. Hump day. Everybody in the Twitch chat, thank you for jumping in, and we'll catch you guys later. The longer I work from home, the more certain things start to bug me, like the tile work in my house. I decided it was time to enjoy looking at my kitchen, so I called Architectural Ceramics. Architectural Ceramics is a certified female-owned business. They have a tile for every job and every budget. Their showroom is open to the public and COVID-compliant. Appointments are recommended. Let one of their tile professionals guide you on your next project at one of their five locations, Rockville, Bethesda, Baltimore, Vienna, and Alexandria, and also at architecturalceramics.com.